Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Start your engines! Hey everyone, Matt Beamer here from In The Marbles. Thank you so much for tuning in to us this week for another episode of In The Marbles. A very, very special episode. Joined by all, as always, by my co-host Preston Lude. Preston, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going great. How does it feel? One year. One year, man. Yeah, th- this is a, such a big episode for us. It's our one-year anniversary of In the Marbles, and as we talked about in previous shows, a lot of shows don't even make it past episode seven. Was it wait, of the show? Really? Of their show? So, yeah, I got a little. I got a little special something here for us. For the one-year episode, and I'm so happy that, you know, we've been doing this for a year, growing steadily, and all that stuff, man, it's it's been a fun ride. Can't wait to see what the next year brings. Who would have thought that when we started, we would be on YouTube? Well, I mean, still kind of new, but still. I knew eventually we were going to be on YouTube. It just took a little time, and I'm glad now. And it's, that's going to slowly, I think, start going here soon. I don't think we had many. <laughs> we, we haven't had many views on the videos, I believe. No, no, we haven't. But eventually, people will discover us either on there or word of mouth or something like that. I'm, either way. I need to, I wish there's a way, you know, whenever I finally do start live streaming with a webcam, I wonder if there's a way I can just transfer everything over to YouTube. There's a way. Because I know that you have a few iRacing. Yeah, I got a few. And I just use OBS and take care of it like that. But yeah, well, Ian isn't here. I I texted him and he didn't show up. Kind of disappointed. Well, did he message you back? No. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) so kind of disappointed in that. But you know what? One year, been consistent. I've been to every episode. You haven't, but that's okay. What was that? <laughs> what I thought there? I had to sneeze just now, and then it went away. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I was trying to back up from the microphone, and when I went to sneeze, then it was no longer there, and I was just like, okay. But, like, did you? was that weird? Did it look weird that I just, like, did that? Yeah, it looked very weird. That like, It was 
slowly building and I was like, this is going to be bad. And like, I was going to back up and like, sometimes if I like look up and I have light coming at me, it helps me sneeze. And then it just went away. So I was just like, all right, then never mind. So let's, uh, (laughs) oh man. So our one year episode, this is a really big one. And for those of you wondering why it is an episode 54 and it's episode 53 is that we took Christmas and new year's off last year as we're going to do this year. So worry not. It's our one year when this episode drops tomorrow. It's pretty cool. But what's, uh, I gotta ask, what's your favorite memory of the past year, man? Oh God. Um, well, my not so favorite memory was the first episode because I thought I kind of butchered that a little bit. We both did, man. And that's half the fun of, yeah, that was half the fun of it. Um, man, I can't really think of a whole lot. I mean, like the Daytona episode was pretty funny. The stories that you had to tell. Yeah. Um, I th- did we have stories to tell when we went to Roval? There wasn't really a whole lot going on. Well, oh, wait, I remember now. I think we did tell the story of when we all got locked out. Oh, yeah. At the yeah, camper, and got, I had to run. Through, I had to climb through the window. We put you through a little VEIS stuff, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty I, funny. I remember that. Yeah, that was that was at least a one hiccup there. Other than that, that weekend went great. And then after that, I went to Disney World. And for, I'm sure, I don't know if anybody knows this, but our first two episodes were f- recorded the same night. Our pilot episode in our you know, dream field of 40 cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Racing was recorded the same night. I edited those both the same day and released them one week apart because I was going to go to Disney and we couldn't do a show the yeah, next right. week. So I said, we got to do this. And it was so miserable because we, I think we started at seven and then we ended the first show and then said, okay, let's do our 40-car field. And then we started right over again, did another about 45-minute show. It took three hours to edit both of those. Oh, God. And it was miserable. Should have been offered a job by somebody, I, an editor. Well, I'm not, I don't know. My my skills haven't been discovered yet. They will be. I, I would say so. But I my favorite memory of this whole thing, I think it was just like seeing the numbers go up and up. More people were listening to the show. And we really appreciate it. You know, I, I think it's just been fun figuring everything out as far as the YouTube, the sound stuff, getting everything set up and still evolving and doing this. You know, um, so the, when you talk about the numbers going up, I, I, some of my other favorite memories are when we had Brian Barnhill first on the show and we still keep in contact with him and everything. Yeah. And, um, I know it was a cool thing about last week when we had Owen Smith on the show and he said he came across us on Instagram. Yeah. It just like, popped up. He said it was like recommended. And I was like, holy crap, it really is working then. And what's really nice is you're in charge of the Instagram. I have no idea how to work Instagram. Yeah, I just, but like, but I've always wondered how would people come across that. But then he was like, yeah, I was just, you know, looking for something to listen to when I was on Instagram and you guys just popped up and he said it was recommended for me. And I was like, holy cow, that's pretty neat. It really is working. How about that? Yeah, so, and, and it was good talking to him, and wish he did better at Bristol. We'll yeah. Get, we'll get more into that, but we're going to change up. Um, after one year, I figured I, I want to talk more about our opinions on racing, on NASCAR, Formula One, Indy, whatever it may be. I'd rather talk more about our opinions on this. So what we're going to we're going to do stuff a bit differently here and we'll explain it as we go along. Yeah. We got not going to do the normal 
who's our top five from the races, who we have for next week, who to watch out for. We have our picks to win yeah. the upcoming races and why. But it isn't going to be the typical talking for NASCAR about 30 minutes just about the race. But I want more to get more in-depth in it. I want to get more in the marbles with it. Ah, Stuff where no one wants to go. The original idea of this show a year ago was you and I sitting down at the firehouse and talking about what we want to see. We wanted to go off the beaten path, thus in the marbles where no one wants to go. And I feel like, you know, the years progressed as far as the evolution of the show, but I feel like it could get better Mm -hmm. as anything you put your time and effort into. Not that we did bad. I think we did for our first year, we're, not doing horrible. We're not no. losing people. It's consistently rising like the stock market. But, I, you know, I, I just want to bring up more opinions and get more fan interactions instead of, oh, this was the recap of the race that happened on Saturday and today's Wednesday and everybody knows the recaps. But let's yeah, get more into it. there are plenty it. of podcasts out there that go over recaps. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I, I, I don't mind recapping the race. I just want to. Yeah. You want to change it up a little bit. Yeah, Absolutely. You know? want to change it up but in a good way yeah to where i think you and i could take the show and go further with it stuff like that but it's been a fun ride i can't wait to see what the next year brings where we're going to go what we're going to do it's going to be a lot of fun hopefully do a little bit more than we did this year this year was a bust but it's, it's going to be fun and i must say my uncle brought it up to me he's a, been listening to the show since the start and he says i say the word absolutely a lot you do yeah i don't think i've i don't think i've ever heard you say that much yeah go back and listen to the shows absolutely absolutely (laughs) okay i just need a sound button worth absolutely on it well i used to say um a lot so you still say um a lot yeah you're right i do the editing man i do the editing yeah but preston man how's it going with life i have a bit of sad news for you as far as the job? Oh, yes. I am no longer a firefighter. Yeah, and that's a bummer, man, because... Um, I mean, you know, I I've, I came to accept it. I mean, it's it's okay. You know, I'm having some minor health issues that kind of restrict me from doing the job to the fullest extent, which is okay. You know, I just... I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I've already come to terms. I'm moved on looking at other places. So it's, it's okay. You know? All right. And, um, you just had an interview today. Yes, I did. Well, where at, you want to tell us where, or uh, a delivery company. Okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. I, that's fair enough for right now until we, you, you actually start working there. I could see why you don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So but, um, family good. Everything good. Family's good. Uh, life is good. Baby's good. You know? Both babies. Both babies are good. Good. We, uh, so. we went up to, uh, Bristol, this yeah. past week. How was that? The weather was beautiful. I'm going to get more into it there because I, I, I got my opinions about the Bristol race Okay, coming up here. But overall, the weekend was great. The weather was outstanding. 50 degrees up there. Oh, It was at night in the 40s, but 60s during the day. It was beautiful up in the mountains. I want to thank my Aunt Margaret and Uncle Dudley for letting us stay up there in the mountain house. It's just perfect weather. I could sit out there on their gazebo all day. But... We we came back and we stopped. My mother in law came with us, so we dropped her off and then we went back to go and take her back and start on our way home. And my niece, nephew, brother in law, sister in law, and mother in law, pretty much all of Caroline's family, were going to go to their pond. Mm-hmm. And so when they went, when they were going, 
they of course had my niece say, can you go to the pond with us? She's two years old. So it's like, oh man, no, no, I want to go home. (laughs) Did you say no? Well, I said no initially. And then when we started going there, we went to a gas station, gas up and everything. And the pond was literally right next door to there. So they, she, my Caroline said, Hey, let's go. You know, you want to go? It's your last chance. And we ended up staying two more hours at the pond. It was fun. And, you know, fishing or at least trying to fish it was breezy that day but a lot of fun good seeing the family just good going to another nascar race two and three weeks my kept new kevin harvick cars down there in the display oh yeah see it yeah it's, it's uh nice yeah two i didn't want to see harvick win i kind of wanted to see kyle bush win oh okay because right. i've never i've seen kyle bush win in the nationwide series oh but right. never in the cup series I wanted to see someone else different win, but Harvick's dominating. We'll get more into that, but I'm glad everything's going well. Hope everything's going good out there for you Marbleheads. And if you've been listening to the show since day one, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very thank you a lot. Actually, really you know, appreciate it. Make sure to you know half of the show is I feel t- word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So tell your friends, tell yeah. you know anybody who you come across with an NASCAR hat. Hey, there's this podcast you listen to. Help us out. Help me. Help you. Yeah. Bring and Preston and I bring racing to the world. That being said, you got anything else, man? Anything no. else going on with life? Nope. Just uh wish I could be racing Formula One a little bit more these days when I'm just so busy. I just I I, I haven't been able to stream it at all, honestly, and it kinda sucks, but you know, once I get everything back in order, then I'll hopefully be back there again. But I'm keeping the Twitch channel up for now. Yeah, and, and I want to start streaming my iRacing stuff. Because I'm thinking about when I because I've already set the webcam up and tested it out, and I mean everything everything works fine. But like, do you have overlays? What is overlays? Okay, we'll talk more about that offline. Okay, all right, that's good. So, I think I'll start if I can. If I can, I'll start streaming like late at night, like doing just multiplayer races because there's a lot of stupid stuff that happens there, and you, I'm sure you would love to see the reaction of me half the time. Jeez, you should see my reaction. I've just stopped caring in in NASCAR. I've just stopped or I racing. I'm just like whatever. If it happens, it happens. Well, I mean, like, I'll, yeah, I say if it happens, it happens. But, like, I, my initial reactions are just like, oh, what? Oh, are you kidding? But, like, you kind of should expect that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in Formula One where most of the action happens in turn one after the start. Turn one, lap one, all that and good stuff. half the people break too late. And so you'll just see on the right-hand side just a bunch of people running into each other. And everyone's turning right. And then half the field's going straight still <laughs> through the sh- through the turn, That's missing great. the turn. Just take it's it. awful. And if you start in the back, man, you just those are your way through it. That's go. what I try to do. When if, so, when those races start, sometimes there's just like a one shot qualifying, and then sometimes they do like a quick like eighteen minute session. And like especially in my league that I race in, if I can't get close to the front, I'm just gonna kind of just. If I start in the middle of the field, as soon as we start, I pull off to the side and just kind of let everybody go by because, like you said, a lot of that stuff happens right there right. in turn one, and I don't want to get caught up in that. Yeah, man. So, I don't blame you, but we got a lot to talk about, man. Oh, no, there's a lot to a talk lot about. To talk about. So, what we're gonna do is uh, hit into the news and go from there. First piece of news I have, and it's the big one. It's the talk of the town. Bubba Wallace is joining Denny Hamlin's race team with the help of Michael Jordan. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited about this. 10 out of 10 excitement. I can't wait to see what this team does. Preston, how do you feel about this? Because a lot of people are either all in for it 
or not in it at all, or they're just, this is a bad decision by Hamlin, the naysayers out there. What do you think? I'm excited for it. You know, I, um, it's going to be cool to see just a single car team. I mean, they, they should be competitive at least knowing Denny Hamlin. I would think so. I would think that they would be competitive. I mean, I just, I think it's good for the, I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for Bubba Wallace. Definitely. It's cool that Michael Jordan's getting involved because I'm pretty sure I, or he's been a race fan for quite some time anyways. Yeah, I didn't know that about Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, I, you know, I knew he grew up in the Carolinas, but I never knew he was a, you know, went to races, watched the old school races. I never knew that about Michael Jordan. And, the, you know, him jumping on board kind of reminds me of a Joe Gibbs type thing where someone from outside the sport who, you know, at first glance, unless you sit down and hear it from him, because all you think about Michael Jordan is basketball. That's all you yeah, think about. Basketball, basketball, basketball. But then he gets he goes a little further. You pull the the string a little more, and he likes racing. This is probably something he's been debating for a while about. And I'm so excited to see what him and Denny Hamlin racing can do. This is going to be fun. I'm surprised they didn't call it like Hamlin Jordan racing or. Oh, so what is there a name for it? It's just Denny Hamlin racing. Oh, okay. But looking forward to it. It's going to be, I think, a lot of fun. Good for the sport. Yeah. The publicity for the sport right now is astronomically high mm-hmm. because of Michael Jordan's entrance. And it's just a talk of the sports world, I feel. And I think it's going to be, let's be fair here, it's going to be a fifth Joe Gibbs car. Yeah, so if we go back over the uh, the last week, so when Bubba Wallace announced that he wasn't coming back to Richard Petty, the rumors just, man, let me tell you what, it was like a hurricane of rumors. Oh, he's going to the 42. Got to be going to the 42. And that's what I thought, too. And that's what I think that's what we all thought. And then Maples was telling me, hey, Denny Hamlin's got a, um, a press conference at 5 o'clock on Saturday. And then it was for nothing. <laughs> so It's never for nothing. <laughs> so then they came out the other day, and that's what it was. But I think we were kind of, we kind of knew that that was coming as well. That he was going to announce that because of the rumors that, hey, Denny Hamlin wants to start his own team anyways. So, I'm with you, 10 out of 10. I mean, I, I can't wait. It's going to be cool. I'm very excited about it. And that's just one more notch in the silly season fiasco that we've been having this year. And another piece of silly season news, Ross Chastain is going to be heading to that 42 car. Fantastic. Driven by, right now, Matt Kenseth. After about a little ways into the season, after the whole Kyle Larson incident. But that's a... Big for Chastain. I think he's going to excel in there. He's doing well in the Xfinity Series this year, way better than he did last year. And I think he's going to bring that boost that that team needs. Not just, just that team, but Chip Ganassi has an organization to it. He's got a good teammate in Kurt Busch, and I think he's going to, and with that veteran driver behind him, I think he's going to do very well. It's going to be fun to watch Ross Chastain Coming through the ranks, but now he's going to be in cup full time. Your thoughts? I love it. Absolutely. Another love it. 10 out of 10. All caps. Like when I saw that he was getting promoted, I was like, man, this is what, this is something that he needs. You know, this is, this is good for him. This is definitely what he needs. Finally. Yeah, it's definitely good for him. He's earned a seat in the cup series. Yes. I feel. And I, I think he's going to do marvelous. I think he could be a contender. And, Maybe not Given, right away. Well, yeah, I mean, a couple years down the road, but I mean, he, he's got, I think he's got that. He's coming into good equipment. Yeah. He's coming into a very solidly organized team. 
And I think in, the team has won. The team has proven that it can win. And I think he's going to do well. And if anybody's out there who's getting into NASCAR, Ross Chastain is the guy to follow from Florida. His family owns a watermelon farm. That's why he smashes watermelons like Gallagher every time he wins. <laughs> but I, I think that's going to be good, not only for Ross Chastain, but for Chip Ganassi and bringing him to the sport, bringing a lot of fans, I think, up from the lower levels to there as well. So, And another piece of news coming up here. Fans for a while now have been saying we want more road courses and short tracks. Yep. Well, fans, you might not have to wait too much longer for a new one. Reports are that in 2021, the Cup Series will run at Circuit of Americas there in Austin, Texas. I have report. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but yeah. the reports are coming out that the Circuit of America is good to join the Cup schedule as early as 2021. I'm I'm iffy about that. Yeah, see, I'm I I was gonna say the same thing. I, I th- kind of have my reserves about this one. I think that track was specifically built for Formula One. Yeah, that's a very big track. It's a very big, unless they shorten it, like maybe they did. They can do with Sonoma or Watkins Glen. Yeah. When I say Sonoma, is it Sonoma still? No, it's um. Yeah, it's I, still I was Sonoma. I was thinking Sears Point. Uh, going, that's I'm, old school. I'm going old school here. I mean, you're going before like Infineon, right? So Sonoma, they can shorten the track and reconfigure it. The same way with Watkins Glen, they can shorten it, re- reconfigure it, just take away the boot, and you have the cup track. Yeah. Can they do that here? Maybe. I need to see schematics on the track first. I need to see what the layout looks like I'm if they kind, could. I'm kind of iffy here because... It's just a very big track. And I'm not much... I, I like the road courses to a point. I don't want to see them saturated with road courses. Well, here's... Okay, so here's here's my take with it. So, we know what a Formula 1 car is capable of and how much faster you can get uh, back to top speed. So, like, you know, they're... You, you get back on the throttle and Formula 1 cars are... We're going. That track, I don't, I can't off the top of my head think of the lap times that are run typically by a Formula One car. But knowing the difference between a Formula One car and a Cup Series car, I mean, that's that's a really big track. That's going to take a while. It will. And I mean, I'm like you. You, I think you hit the nail on the head with. That track seems like it's made just for Formula One. But it was specifically built a few years ago. Like in 20, I, think it was tw- I want to say 15, 14, 15, one of the two. No, no, no earlier uh, Formula than One's been there for the past eight like, years, I think. Yeah, 2012, tw- yeah. 2011. I don't know the exact date it was introduced to the schedule offhand, but it was built for Formula One to bring Formula One back to the United States. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. 
Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I don't know. I don't know. I'm iffy about that. Am I willing to give it a shot? Absolutely. Willing to give it a shot. But am I thinking it's going to stay there for the long haul? Am I thinking it's going to stay there forever? Is it going to be the next Watkins Glen? No. No. I think they're going to give it a year. Because they're talking street circus, dude. 2021 schedule hasn't even come out yet. I thought it was going to come out last or earlier in September, mid-September, maybe in August, reports were. But everybody's still There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with everything. And I'm, I'm just curious to see what... Now, with this, I believe this is taking, if, if this is going to be true, I believe this is supposed to take away one of Texas's original cup dates because Texas has two cup dates, I believe. One, in the, play, getting, one in the playoff and one in the spring. I yeah, believe. so they're, because Texas is getting the all-star race next year, which I'm still kind of a little, I don't know about that either. I mean, yeah, we've we seen could, lately. We can bring that up too, um, NASCAR to move all-star race to Texas in 2021 now. I like that. Bristol worked out fine. To have it in one place like Charlotte, yeah, it's a tradition. And I don't mind the All-Star Race being at Charlotte. It's a good time for everybody to kind of stay at home, not to really have to travel. But if you're going to have these races, these All-Star Races, you might as well make the race right after it the the cup race, the points race. Yeah. Because the last thing I would want to do as a crew member is to go to Texas for the all-star race and then come back and prepare for the Coke 600. Mm-hmm. Go there and prepare the car for the all-star race. Have fun. Have all the teams there. And then after the all-star race is over, go and get ready for the cup race, the points race that following week. And Man, I really don't know where to go with this one. I just, I don't that's know. That's what I would say. I don't know. See, you know, I'm just looking at it from a standpoint of like, so we went from Charlotte and we go to Bristol and now we're going back to like a almost almost like another Charlotte, just a faster I mean Texas is faster for sure. Well, I don't mind it. I like it. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I said, the, the, the All Star race in the past few years hasn't really been the best. I know a lot of fans that would say, Oh, they're kinda suck, you know. I don't know. I mean, I'm kinda with you. Well, maybe maybe what I'm thinking maybe they should do is in my mind, like I think Maybe they should hold the All-Star Race at a different track every year but have like back-to-backs like you're saying. So have the All-Star Race and then have the points race the next weekend. I think I think that's how NASCAR should do it. I think they should have All-Star Race at whatever track they want to do that year. Then the next race should be the points race at the same track. Yep. And then, like I've been saying for a little bit of time now, they should have a different track every year for the championship race as well. They should go to a different track every year. It shouldn't just be the same every year. I think they should switch it up. Yeah, I liked Homestead as a finishing race, though. But Phoenix is going to be a fun race. And given the way this season's going, um, that Stuart Haas number four is going to win it. I, I don't. I wouldn't be betting against him. Honestly, I wanted, I, 
absolutely not. See, there I go again. Absolutely. I, I would not <laughs> be out against Kevin Harvick. But you have any other piece of news, man? That's it for the news. No, that I think that was pretty much all that right there was talk of the town and NASCAR and in general. I can't wait till Denny Hamlin racing kicks off. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think he's going to, I think Bubba's going to be competitive, but this is really Bubba's time to sink or swim. Yeah, for sure. There's no excuses now. He's going to have, I'm pretty sure Joe Gibbs back to Quintment. He's going to have a Joe Gibbs backed car. He's going to have a Joe Gibbs backed driver in Denny Hamlin, a very good driver. On top of that, the publicity and money and the sponsors that come with the name Michael Jordan coming in. If Bubba Wallace fails on this, and doesn't live up to expectation, you can't blame the car, you can't blame the sponsors, you can't blame the team, you can only blame the driver. This is going to be really, can Bubba Wallace drive a NASCAR cup car? Yep. If he can, great. I think it would be good for the sport. If he can't, nobody can say anything. People who love him, people who hate him, will sure have something to say. Like, I told you, I bet they're chopping at the bit to say, I told you so. But I'm I'm want to see him succeed. I want to see every one of those drivers in good good quality cars. The Timmy Hills, the Quinn House, every one of those guys trying to make it in there. I want to see them make it. And this seat could have gone to anybody. It went to Bubba Wallace. There's nothing you could do about it now. Nope. But again, it, that being said, it went to Bubba Wallace. You know, doesn't have the best track record in NASCAR. We're not even talking about the controversies. He's been spun up, and we're talking about on-track performance. Right. If he, I, I want to see how he does, personally. And this is, if he sinks, okay. If he swims, great. Great. So, but you got anything else before we get in? And I'm, just, and we're not going to say NASCAR, right? What we got right now is our, um, instead of going through the races, what we're going to do is uh, something a bit different here. Maybe here moving forward. We'll see how this works. If it doesn't, definitely by all means let us know on social media that you liked it the old way or you like it this way. Instead of going through each race and stuff, we're going to condense everything down because I want to talk more about stuff going on and stuff. We talked about that at the top of the show. So what Preston and I came up with was we have our winner's bracket and our loser's bracket. So right now, we're and I don't have a soundbite for that. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to transition right into that. So the winners, and, and we're going to take the winners of the weekend, winners and losers from the whole weekend. So, for instance, if Formula 1, Indy, all three series in NASCAR and ARCA raced, who impressed us the most out of that weekend? It could be winners and losers from Formula 1 and Indy, who impressed us the most, or Cup and Trucks, that impressed us the most. But on the flip side of that coin, we have a loser's bracket. Who didn't impress us? And maybe we'll change the name losers over the course of the next couple months. We'll see how it goes again. But it's going to be fun. I think this is going to be a better way to break down who we personally think had a better run or not. Yeah. So here are my winners from this weekend. Kevin Harvick went to Bristol. I said last week I didn't want to see him win. Guess what? You saw him win. Guess what? I saw him win again, and I got the car to prove it. Ninth win of the season. Impressive run. You know, Kozlowski got knocked out early with issues. Chase Elliott had some bad luck. Kyle Busch started from the back working his way up. Just didn't really 
pan out there. He was pretty upset after the race. But he's my number one pick for this from this weekend and won two out of the three in the first round of the playoffs. Definitely a championship contender if I've ever seen one. He's won at every track coming up except Roval. And that's pretty impressive to me. My second winner is Sam Meyer. And he falls under the category of Truck Antarctica because he went out there, won the Arca race, jumped into a Gander Outdoor truck, and won that race. Yep. On top of that, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is pretty happy about him and excited, I'm sure, because he signed for Junior Motorsports for 2021. It's impressive. So I'm very impressed by that. I can't wait to see him continue climbing the ranks. So, Preston, who are your winners from this weekend's races? Uh, I, I have two. I agree with you, Sam Mayer, definitely one of them. Hey, man, ARCA and Truck Series race winner and one night. Yeah, that uh, that's impressive. That, I don't care what anybody says. That's impressive. I don't care if it's if it wasn't the hottest of races or if it was the coldest of races. I mean, still, getting in two different vehicles and winning two different races. Granted, the ARCA race was... Full of cautions, <laughs> quite a bit of them too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a start mainly. <laughs> Chase Briscoe was the other one, Xfinity, and you know he was in top top five. Well, he had top five stage points finishes, and then he won the race. So he was uh, third stage one, third stage two, and then he got the win. I mean, he's got wind in the sails, man. Look at this guy going straight into the oh, playoffs. Yeah. He's he's got definitely wind in the sails, and one of those contenders for sure, a favorite, I guess you could say. Yeah, very much so, and and I. I think he's going to be a contender for that Xfinity Series championship if Austin Cindric doesn't have anything to say about it. It's been them two all year. Yeah, It's going to be fun to watch for the playoffs. And we messed up again, man. Uh-oh. We messed up again here at In the Marvels. Oh, yeah, we did. The Xfinity Series championship didn't start at Bristol. No. It starts at Las Vegas. We're, 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 we're figuring it There's out. There's no way... In two, two to three weeks in a row that that should happen. It should happen maybe once I blame or twice. NASCAR for this because they have to, no, all their series. I, they have to I blame, start different I, things. I blame COVID for this. Oh, well, that too. We're just going to blame it on COVID. I'm going to blame it on COVID. I think you could blame COVID for just about anything and get away with it. So Almost. It sounds like a fair enough. You can almost blame COVID for everything and get away with it. Yeah. In my opinion. And in yours as well. But here, on the flip side of that, we have the losers and unfortunately my losers are two drivers who I wanted to see run well into the second round of the playoffs Matt Benedetto and William Byron Matt Benedetto just couldn't really figure out his stride there into the playoffs was an average finish of 19th in the first three races of the playoffs and William Byron with those with an average finish of 21.3 with those issues at Bristol he Looked like he was going to come out well when he raced at Darlington. And in the other two races, he just couldn't really do well. Byron was scoring stage points. He was doing everything he needed to do. But just I thought the wind in the sails from Daytona would carry him on, at least through the second round of the playoffs. I didn't think either of those drivers would be out of it right now. But that's unfortunately the way it is now in the playoff era. Who's your? You have any losers from this weekend? Just one. Okay. And it's you mentioned him as well, William Byron. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. It's just, I, I mean, after the win at Daytona, which I mean, like you, you said, I mean, getting the win 
you you get the wind in your sails, things are looking good, but I don't know if it's driver or I mean like you have a championship winning crew chief who is a seven time championship seven crew chief. Ta- yeah, Chad seven Canals. time Chad Canals. I just I don't and know if And I think Hendrick was trying to do something as far as help him given that veteran crew chief and that I don't know. Maybe they didn't mesh well together, maybe I don't I don't know what it could be. I just I really thought that William Byron was gonna I mean, like you said, at least second round, make it to the second round, but it right. just I don't know, he just he seemed like he was kind of struggling a decent amount this year. There was a lot of times where he just I don't think he was getting yeah, the finishes th- that they I wanted. Think he, I think with him winning at Daytona definitely, but more so Jimmy Johnson and his little struggles, Jimmy could have very well been in there. Could he have advanced into his second round? I didn't do those stats. I don't think he probably, if, if he did, it's by the skin of his teeth. Right. But, yeah, four drivers knocked out in the first round of the playoffs to Benedetto, Byron, Blaney, and Custer. We all kind of expected Custer to go. Blaney was a surprise for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought he'd do better, especially with that Team Penske backing. But Byron, not a surprise to me. To Benedetto, I was that feel-good story I think everybody could stand behind, but it just didn't work out, man. Nope. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So, and now for another new little twist for in the marbles, we have a new way of rating the races here. Gone is to rate it the way NASCAR does on the fan council. I like uh, this way that we're coming up that we're going to show everybody at home and explain to everybody. I I kind of like it a little better. (laughs) And we just came up with this. It's, it's in this beta testing, I guess one would say, you know, this might not be how it goes. And I wish we would have done this from the start. But we wanted to get out a year ago. A lot's changed in a year. So here's how we're going to rate the races here at In the Marbles from now on. And I think it's a good way. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. See where it goes. All right. So we have six categories. We have two in green, two in blue, two in red. And you have the top one being outstanding. Now, outstanding is that race where you can watch it over and over again. And not get bored of it. A good one, for instance, would be the 2003 Dodge Dealers 400 there at Darlington where Ricky Craven beat Kurt Busch by .002 seconds. One, Abs- of the, yeah. one of those races where you can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you go from outstanding down to great. Still in the green. Where you had fun watching and you might watch the race a few more times. Rewatching the race a few more times. So... For me, that would probably be the 2001 Talladega 500, the fall race, where Dale Earnhardt Jr. won, and on the final lap, Bobby Labonte flipped. To me, that's a good example of, I'd watch that over and over again, but I've seen it enough where I, it, was, it was a great race. Then we go into the blue. Blue is one of those things that's starting to get a little colder to me. And it would be, the next level would be from great to good. It was a good all-around race, but I won't rewatch the race. Okay. So any race really this season, with the exception of maybe the 2001 Daytona 500, would be a good race. Then we go to from good to okay. And the racing in okay to me means the race did not produce the action that I expected, but the finish was great. A good example of that will be the... This race at Bristol this past weekend. It wasn't what I expected, but the finish was good. Then we go from there to red. 
The first red category after okay is boring. Lack of action and little to no good racing through the field. Maybe a New Hampshire race. Yeah. Where it was just kind of like, it's okay. It's not the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Then you go from boring to what I feel would be the number one rating of most of my Formula One races to dud. And dud is a predictable on the outcome, and I might have fallen asleep through the course of the race. (laughs) That one has to be my favorite explanation, the falling asleep one. And (laughs) I'll admit it, I've fallen asleep through a number of Formula One races. Or like last or a couple weeks ago where I was fixing my computer, I can walk away. The race is a dud to me. And these are just our ratings. They could change. Mm-hmm. We might shorten them. But I think we, six is a good number. Yeah. To Okay, pick one of these mm-hmm. and go through. So those are new rating the races. And if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize. I'm still trying to get the font down right because just looking at it now, it might not come up well. But here's how I rated all the races this weekend. Cup race was good. Xfinity was good. Trucks are okay. And ARCA was okay. So instead of the number system, now it's just a, yeah, it was either good race or a dud. It was an outstanding race or now it could be from anywhere from outstanding to a dud. I think this system will connect more with our listeners, honestly, than what the number system was. Yeah. I think more people will be able to connect with this one better. Yeah, I think so too. I think it will too. And it's simpler to understand and get. Yeah. Because we're just a, a couple of guys just talking about racing. We're not trying to be all, you yeah, know. We don't need to break it down no. like we did a year for years. Like, I mean, and, and people have told me, you have a great show. You're just speaking Greek. But now we're just, yeah, we're just normal terms. Yeah, we don't it's, need it's, to confuse it's everybody. From outstanding to dud. Yeah. And that's all we need. Yeah, that's all we need. So, Preston, you're, race, you're rating the races for this weekend. How would you rate them? So the cup race, eh, it was okay. I agree. So <laughs> the Xfinity race was good. I Like I say, I always enjoy Xfinity races. I think they're very exciting races at yeah. times. Uh, definitely a little bit more action near the front, unlike the cup series where you, it's almost kind of like Formula One. You have, almost can predict one guy that's going to get out there, and then that's it. It doesn't matter what track they're at. If you're out front, you're out front. You're out front. That's it. So and that's unfortunate. I mean, we just, we like, and so we can go back a couple of weeks ago when they were racing at Monza, when Botas got a little, little deeper in the field, a couple of positions back in dirty air, and all of a sudden he can't drive. I How know. about that? So, you know, right. uh, as far as the truck race goes, eh, it was okay. And Arca race was okay, too. Just, like I said, a lot of cautions for just, I mean, I think, like Owen was talking about last week, there might have been a couple of guys there that never raced there before because I know he was saying that, and they didn't even get to practice. No, it got rained out it for rained practice. Out. So. so guys are just spinning out everywhere, and it's a shame. So, yeah, it was okay. Overall, the weekend was just, yeah, it was all right. You know? It was, and, I, and I'll go deeper into saying it like this. When I was at the track, we might as well just get into this before we cover the upcoming races and go into a very special hey man here. But I was listening to one of our episodes here. It was from the Martinsville race. And the racing I saw, it was a, it was great being at the track, for one. The race went on, and I was expecting something to happen that didn't. And that was short track racing, short track tempers, especially the night race. The night race always doesn't fail to produce a memory. 
the helmet throw. Yeah, Tony Stewart. You know, Jimmy Johnson getting wrecked as a rookie by Robbie Gordon, and you know, doing, there's a lot of there's a, a there's, plenty of things you could list. Uh, Dale Earnhardt turning Terry Labonte. Dale Earnhardt turning Terry Labonte, but I'm talking more like. The Ward, Ward Burden throwing the booties at uh. Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> you know, just the drivers, the raw emotion of the drivers. And and I, I was listening to this episode. It's from episode 38, almost 20 episodes ago. And I'm, I'm going to play it for you. But just it's crazy how we kind of called this a while ago. Like we started seeing the, the trend of this. And I'm going to go ahead and play it for you now. And you guys be... And, by all means, go back and listen to the full episode. It's episode 38. But this is just a clip from it that I found very true after the Bristol race. And the only reason I say that, it wasn't your typical, I feel, Marshall. Something's changed in the driver's mentality. Mm-hmm. It isn't like bumping. and it, They still rubbed and bumped and did all that. But it seems like these cars aren't on the edge anymore. It seems like if you got bumped in Martinsville five years ago, you're spinning. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I don't really big. I'm not really big fan of cautions, but towards the end of the race, you're like, I want to see something exciting. Let's. Well, I think that I think it's because when you say to the point that, you know, five years ago or so, when you would get bumped, guys are spinning out. The cars are more almost like square nowadays. You guess you could say the the front bumpers. You got a point. So that that may be why there was. Yeah, there probably wasn't a whole lot of bumping. Bump and runs or whatever, but I think that might have to. Honestly, I think it might have to do with not having any fans either. Now, obviously, there were fans in the stands. And yeah, there weren't fans in the stands at. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to five hundred dollars off Peloton bike, bike plus, or tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Martinsville, but there were fans there and I was waiting for something to happen. The only, there were five cautions and I got the stats. (laughs) In the past 10 years, this was the race with the least amount of cautions. Five cautions. Competition, which came out after Stenhouse wrecked. The two stage ending cautions. Newman spin. And I don't recall the other one offhand. I think it was that guy from Australia, that driver who spun off a turn two because they were all checking up and Dylan ran in the back of him. I forget his name. Five cautions. For 50 laps. So 10% of the race was run on the caution. 90% of the race was then ran under green. It was a very fast race. Yeah. But the lead changes are what blew me away. The most that I could see for lead changes in this in, was 23 among 10 drivers last year. I didn't recall it being that many last year. Like 23 lead changes among 10 drivers. This year it was 14 among eight drivers. But as you heard, it was like something's changed in their mentality. Like, gone are the days of, 
I'm going to run into you and do that. I feel like if NASCAR wants to go bring back more short tracks, auto clubs turning into a short track, they better do something about the package. The drivers, I want to see step up. Quit being little, quit, you know, get out there and race. You could use your sensor button right now if you wanted to. I could, but I'm not. (laughs) Get out there and race and get out there and go get it. You know, Kyle Busch blamed the lap town traffic for him not winning the race. No, you weren't. Get in there and drive it in there. Checkers are wreckers, man. If you listen, if you have lap traffic that you're going to blame, first of all, they have just as much of a right to be there as you. Get them out of the way if you can. Yeah, and I that, not to say that I didn't see cars go sideways. I saw out of my peripheral, Christopher Bell. He was somebody rubbed him, and he was up the track. And it's like I want to see more of that. When Christopher Bell hit the wall, there was no caution. Now I'm sure that was justified by NASCAR. Yeah, but you know I was thinking this is it. This is going to set up to be a great finish, and it didn't. Harvick was in the lead, hitting his marks. And I noticed something crazy, too, about that. If you were running well at Bristol, your brake rotors were not glowing. If your car was handling right and you were hitting your marks and doing everything right, your brake rotors weren't glowing. However, if you had an ill-handling car or you were stuck in traffic and you were having issues, those rotors were That's what I was, I was about to say that. If I think it, it has to do with also having to be in traffic, too. So here's the thing. Uh, like we Like we had called it, during that episode about Martinsville, the cars all look the same these days. Just because they got an emblem on the front that says, hey, it's a Toyota, it's a Chevy, it's a Ford. They're all, I mean, the specs they're are all, the, all same. the same. Yeah. And I hate it like that. And like, I I mean, heck, like I, I, I absolutely, the cars are more square. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, As far as the beating and banging goes, there's definitely a different mentality, and I think it's just because of the way the cars are set up nowadays, the way the racing is. I mean, like we said, Bristol is now a like a two-groove racetrack at this point. People are running high, and people are running low. Yeah. And the old days, it used to just be the low. If you were on the low groove, you're good. If you get stuck up high, well, man, it sucks to suck. Oh, yeah. And if you were in the way of somebody in that low lane, you're going to get moved. Yeah. Plain as simple as day. I didn't see any of that, man. I was kind of disappointed in that. Especially being at the racetrack, you want to see a good show. Bristol did a good job in everything. I was, I was again, happy to be there. But did I walk away going, that was the best racing I've ever seen? No, I didn't. And that's disappointing. I think fans expect a show. You know, you're paying money. It's like when you go to a wrestling event and you see no one going on the top turnbuckle and doing a crazy little swanton bomb or whatever it is. Right. You want to see that. You're going there expecting to see, especially at a short track. And we said the same thing about Mornersville. We said the same thing about Richmond. And now it's becoming a trend. It's kind of it's it's kind of setting up to, like you said, you're, you can just predict it at this point. And, I mean, I won't harp on it too much, but it's funny when you say it's like, you know, people want to show and it's like going to a wrestling event and you want to see them do this. There's a certain co- wrestling company out there that people can start to see through it as in like people you can predict it because what they would do is they want they try to cater to the fans a lot so they would go to do live events like five times a week and you would have like the same matches almost every single night and you'd be able to know what moves they're gonna do it's kind of nascar's kind of reminded me of that word we're, we're we can see through it we're yeah. seeing that 
hey, we can predict this. We already know what's going to happen. It's almost like Formula One with Mercedes. Oh, yeah. we already know who's going to win. Mercedes is the fastest all weekend. Oh, no surprise there. If right. they're starting up front, hey, they're going to win. Yeah. So it's just... And, and with the new changes with no qualifying, and I don't care what Bob Pockress says, that whole formula they're doing doing with the, hey, fastest lap and finishing and all that, Harvick's always going to be up front. Right, exactly. They need to put all the numbers into a bingo machine. Yes. And then just say, whoever comes up first, comes up first. The heck with this... The, the playoff drivers start up front. That's not fun That's for not, me. That's not. It's it's Kyle Busch starting in the back of this Bristol race was so much fun. Come watching him come up through the field. Exactly. Him, him and Hamlin. Even mm. Hamlin. Even after that run in, where he bent up the nose with Truex, was amazing to watch him recover from that. I want to see more of that. The heck with oh, let's put the playoff drivers up front and them entitlement. Oh, we should be there. No, I think all playoff drivers need to start in the back from now on. Let's make it more interesting. That could be something that could be brought up. Why not? Why not try something like that? I, because NASCAR is afraid of alienating more fans. They've already done that. And they've done that. <laughs> they've and, been doing that. And with these short track races, I think you could go up to anybody who's at that race or watched it on TV, and they would say there was really no action. Like it, it was a again, it was a fun race. I enjoyed it so much being there. It was a it was great. But would I again rewatch it? No, I wouldn't. Like here's here's the thing. I understand that the sport comes down to mon- a lot of money these days. I mean, when the, for the sport first started out over sixty years ago, when coming up as the decades went, you know, we're in the most. I think this is the most expensive time it is to have a race team, and that's why we see yeah. people disappear from you know single car teams. There's just so much, and like I, I you know, I'm not asking for accidents all day long i don't want cars to be wrecked because i understand that it costs money but the drivers don't have the same tenacity that we've seen in the past and it's just it's i think it has to do with money these days the cars the way the cars are made these days the packages for sure just screw everything up and then like you said we don't have practice we don't have qualifying man when you watch formula one qualifying that is some exciting qualifying. We don't even get to see practice or qualifying for NASCAR. And then when they first yeah. started out with, oh, we're going to do a random draw, didn't really seem too random to me. And then they wanted to say, oh, we're going to go 1 through 12 in the points. We're going to do a random draw. And then we'll go 12, uh, 13 through 24, random draw. Yeah. And you can start anywhere from 13, 24. That's stupid, too. Come on. Which I don't mind that. Because and, then it gives incentive to run better and do well in their points. But the same drivers are always going to be up front with this new system. Whoever wins last week is going to be on the poll the following week. Yeah. You might as well just line everybody up how they finished. And and, and I, I hate when people say, you know, oh, you know, those people that are in the back, well, you know what, maybe they need to finish better, and then maybe they'll be up there. Well, guess what? I got some news for you. Not all teams have the same equipment. No. We see it. We All those guys in the back that deserve a shot that are in, I wouldn't say junk equipment, but, I mean, still, there's a, it's, a, it's a night and day thing. Yeah. You're going to have the same teams up front, and it's just – I agree with you. I think we should start all playoff drivers in the back. Yeah, start them on the back, or just throw everybody into that bingo ball thing and yeah, draw them like that. That's just me, and that was kind of my little rant because we, I didn't see it. I saw a good race at Bristol, and I thought it could have been better. There could be more being being, and if it is a money thing with sponsors and image, man, if I owned a team. And I'm sponsoring a car, and my driver didn't try to move someone out of the way. 
I'd probably go up to an owner and say, start, start being driving more aggressive or I'm not paying your bills. And I'm sure some driver and you know, nobody wants to see their name tarnished, especially on a race car. No. And have the driver get out and do what Kyle Busch did a few years ago and get all angry at everybody and throwing the middle fingers to the officials. Nope. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe you're pushing it a bit too far, but if you keep it on the track and go at it, and heck, even if after you get out of the car and you push the driver around, like we saw this year with Noah Gregson and Burden, as long as I see passion, I'm going to be more vested and invested into the the product. Yeah, I, I like the passion you um, when Chase Elliott was wrecked at Darlington by uh, Kyle Busch. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. I'm happy to see Chase Elliott gotten out of that car and do what he did. Yeah. And I was so happy with that. I was happy to see that little scruffle between Gregson and Burden. Just happy to see passion. But if you just race around in circles and, you know, don't try to, I mean, drive it in deep and blame a lapped car for your lack of winning. Come on. You know, I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see excuses. I want to see. I left it all out there. I gave it all I got. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's kind of my little rant. I've been saving that up and trying to trying to figure out the best way to deliver that. Since, it was a good way to deliver it since this weekend. But that's all I that's all I got on the races, man. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, up, else. well, upcoming races. We got a few upcoming races. I can't wait to see them. Formula One racing the Russian Grand Prix this Sunday, September twenty seventh at seven ten. It's usually nine ten, but it's seven ten. Eastern time, yeah. On ESPN. The ARCA series is racing from Memphis International Raceway, and it's going to be on MAV-TV. What the MAV stands for, I have no idea, but it's going to be racing on there starting at 6 p.m. on September 26th. The NASCAR series is going to be heading to Las Vegas for all three series. September 27th is going to be the Cub at 7 p.m. on NBCSN. Xfinity, September 26th at 7.30 p.m., on NBCSN, and I'm pretty sure I said PM on the cup race, but it is a PM race. I don't know if I said AM or not. I have you said PM. Oh, thank you. And the truck race is going to be on September 25th at 9 PM on FS1. Can't wait for all those. And here's my picks. We're still going to have picks here, but they're not going to be my top five and stats and everything. But I'm just going to give you the reasons why I picked these drivers, and Preston's going to do the same and make their case for it. So Formula One. Russian Grand Prix, I'm going to give it to Lewis Hamilton. Won two, the last two races there at the Sochi. Is it Sochi? Uh, Sochi. 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 Raceway there at Russia. With an average finish of fourth. And, of course, the averages I always do on the last four races. Sam Meyer, I'm going to give to him at Memphis. He's going for his fifth win of the season, which is an average finish in 11 starts of 3.7 in that series. Wow. Las Vegas, I'm going to give it to Kevin Harvick going for that 10th win of the season. I think, and like I said, he's won at every track we're going to except Roval. So be on the lookout for Harvick. I think he claims his second cup this season. Chase Briscoe going for that eighth win. Again, win at Bristol. He's going for that. I think he's going to be a very good contender. And Austin Hill, average finish of... 7.9 7.9 in 2020, and he's the defending race champion there at Las Vegas, and that's who my picks are. Preston, who are your picks there for this weekend? Formula One. I'm going a little different here. Max Verstappen. And I think they need 
rebound. I mean, these DNFs in the past couple races, my God, Red Bull needs to... I wouldn't say they need to figure it out because he was caught up in a accident at Mugello, and yeah. that was just a pure... Well, other than some kind of mechanical issue that sent him towards the back right out the start, still, it's still unfortunate to get caught up in an accident like that. And then whatever happened at Monza, I can't remember. It, it was a mechanical issue. Yeah, it was. I think there had something to do with overheating or something like that, the car. Yeah. So they need they need to bounce back because... I don't know. I haven't really looked at the point system lately, but he's, if he doesn't do anything, he's gonna fade. He's fading. It's just between Hamilton and Bottas at this point for the points. No, no, you're wrong there. It's just a Hamilton's to lose. <laughs> okay, there's well, no. It's between <laughs> Hamilton and Bottas. Bottas it's, could still get there. No, so. no, he's not. He's gonna he's gonna race second, and and I'm pretty sure if he's in the lead with a handful of races to go. Hamilton needs those points. Their total Wolf's going to get on the radio and say, uh, move out of the way. <laughs> okay. <It's, laughs> I don't want to even go there. That's for a later episode. Um, I mean, I, I went back and looked at last year, and, I mean, it was Mercedes last year, and then Charles Leclerc. But Ferrari is not doing well this year, so I'm going to put Verstappen yeah, up Ferrari there. Who? So, <laughs> Ferrari yeah, Ferrari who? So, moving on from there. Yeah, you didn't have a pick for the ARCA race, but no. you got a pick for... The three races at Las Vegas for the NASCAR series or for the Cup Xfinity and Truck Series. Yeah, who do you got uh, for the Cup Series? I have Joey Logano. So he's got two wins in the last three races at Las Vegas. I think he's going to disrupt Kevin Harvick because I think Harvick is a strong favorite heading someone into the weekend. Someone needs to disrupt Kevin so Harvick. Might someone's well going to have to. I look for, overall. I look for between him and Keselowski. Honestly, I just look for Penske in general. But yeah. Logano, I think he uh, a little bit more favored in my standpoint. Don't blame you. As far as Xfinity goes, Chase Briscoe, winner of spring race, wind in his sails. He's ready to get down to the nitty-gritty of the playoffs. I think he gets the win this weekend. Yep. And then as far as the trucks goes, in the last three races, I believe it is, at for the trucks, Austin Hill's the only regular winner. Kyle Busch has run the last two. Yep, he won the spring race there. So uh, I look for Austin Hill. He's, I think he's got, you know, after winning, he can he can get around this place. So... That's my picks for the weekend. Well, good picks, man. We'll see how they go and we'll compare them. I'm looking forward to Las Vegas. I've always liked all Las Vegas is hit or miss. It's a hit or miss track. It's either a great race, an outstanding race, or a dud. Well, we'll just put it like that just to get used <laughs> to the new rating system. Hey, person, I got a story to tell you. Okay, let's hear it. All right, so after the race at Bristol... I went up to the Kevin Harvick trailer and I, you know, to get my 124 scale die cast of the car winning car. Yeah. As always. As I always do, unless it's a throwback weekend, apparently, then you have to special order that. And then you got to wait. Or Daytona. You got to wait. <laughs> so I get up there and everybody's talking how Kevin Harvick, he's going to be the guy to beat. He's going to be the car to beat. And, or, you know, in its championship. And I'm, 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 I'm inclined to agree with him. This guy's on a roll. He's doing great. And I get up there, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed at this point because the race was all right, and I know I have about an hour and a half drive home. I'm not going to be home till 1 in the morning. So I already know what's coming ahead of me, and I'm just kind of like, I'm just wanting to get my car and get out here. I get up there, and he goes, yes, sir, how can I help you? I said, Kevin Harvick, 124 scale bush like car, please, 2020 paint scheme. He goes, you don't sound very happy about that. It's like, well, I saw him win a couple weeks ago at Darlington. Didn't really want to see him again. Win again. It's like, well, we like seeing him win. It's like, well, of course you do. You work for the. You work for 
a company that sells nothing but Kevin Harvick and Stuart Haas racing merchandise. Of right. course, you're going to love to see any of those drivers run well. And he goes, man, I think you're hating. It's like, well, kind of. <laughs> kind of on that, but yeah, I've seen him win already. I don't want. I didn't want to keep buying his yeah. car. I mean, I've got, what, three Denny Hamlin cars up there? Four, I got a fourth one on the way. So, yeah, I've, I don't want to see repeat drivers win. And then it just... It's a, but I will give it this. I that Ford is, however, it's the first Ford I've had in there since Ryan Blaney's went into Roval. But hey, man, you know, you know. And speaking of, hey, man, hey, man. Hey, man. We haven't done one of these in a while. It's been quite some time. It has been quite some time. I miss, hey, man. I yeah. really do. I really miss Heyman. And now that Kevin and now that um Bubba Wallace is joining Denny Hamlin's team, a lot of people out there <laughs> talking a lot of smack, man. And the first one I got is from Richard. And it's 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 just so crazy how horrible not and these aren't bad. I wouldn't this is all smash talk, but this is why I don't post on social media. Let's just say that. So all these are off of Facebook, off of NBC Sports, just like where I'm getting all my other news sources is from. And the first one's from a guy named Richard. And Richard says, hope he crashes the car every week. He has no talent. He's trash. He used a lot of exclamation points in there, too. He used a very a lot of exclamation points in there. I, I imagine him actually, like, yelling when he types that out. Yeah, I can, imagine, all those. I can imagine him yelling, too. It's like, dude, man. Richard, you need to just kind of slow down here. And that guy needs to chill out. I mean, saying that Bubba Wallace is trash and hopes he wrecks every week. I mean, that's not. Yeah, that's not I nice. Let's say he's trash. Hey, he's man. there for a reason. Well, yeah, he's 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 there for a reason. If you're anywhere up there in the top series, you, you're up there for a reason. The next one I have comes from Christopher after the announcement came out here about Bubba Wallace signing with Denny Hamlin. So what? He still won't win. And he won't be anything without another. He won't be anything but another number in the field. What blew me away about Christopher's little thing is that he said he sp- he put "won't" in there twice, and one's with an apostrophe and one's without an apostrophe. I was, gonna, I was about to say the same thing. I was hey, man! If you're going to talk smack, learn how to talk. Learn how to yeah be consistent. At least I. I everybody knows I can't read well, and you are the reader of the group and. I have that consistency with that with yeah. you and me. It's 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 a good chemistry. But if you're going to talk smack, check your grammar. Yeah, check you know, your grammar. Police are out check in your, full force that's today. Right. So okay, uh, third one I have, and they're only getting better to me. I put them in descending in descending order from worst to best, in my opinion. And this is only five of them that I found out of thousands. Okay. Third one's from Rhonda. Rhonda, Bubba being put in. Better equipment, and that's in quotations, means only he will wreck faster, you know, like Stenhouse. Hey, man. Wow. I'm going to applaud Rhonda for that comment because oh, you, I, <laughs> I like the Stenhouse comment in it because for the longest time, we always thought we were, I mean, like, I, I told you the stories before when we would go to Darlington every year, me and a group of friends. Yeah. It was always a running bet. We would always start a running bet with people in the crowd. Hey, 
When's Stenhouse going to wreck? When's what lap is he going to wreck on? Because he's going to do yeah, it. You're going to have to have a 10-lap wind, yeah, window. Yeah, he was going to do it. It was going to happen. And, I mean, for yeah. the longest time, you would see it happen. So, I mean, I'm not, we were not hating on the guy, but, I mean, it was kind of going to happen somehow. So, Ronda, at the same time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start a journey. Not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I mean, come on, let's be real. He's not going to wreck faster, but like, I I do find it funny that you threw in Stenhouse in yeah, there that, as well. That was so really that's funny. That's pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, come on, he's not, better equipment. He's going to wreck faster. Okay, yeah, I'm better equipment there in the quotation marks. There, <laughs> it, it was great. The next one comes from Dave, and this one was is hit or miss for me, but I I think this is kind of funny how we've talked about these people before getting on here, and I'm just going to read it to you. Dave said. What a freaking joke. NASCAR is getting worse. Well, hey, man. You like it enough to comment on a NASCAR page about what's going on here. These people keep popping back up. And my favorite one, man, my favorite one out of all of these hey mans is from a guy named Michael. How very stupid with a laughy face emojis. Glad I dropped NASCAR years ago. Hey, man. If you dropped NASCAR years ago, why are you still, why commenting? Are you still commenting on, <laughs> on NASCAR, page. man? And everybody <laughs> does this. Everybody absolutely does this, and it blows my mind. It like, is. This is a very, very true statement. It, it's, they, they, it's consistent throughout all NASCAR fan pages. I'm leaving NASCAR. No one cares. I'm dropping NASCAR. I didn't stop. stop I stopped being a fan a year ago. No, you haven't. You must still like it a little. To do that. Glad I dropped NASCAR years ago. Yet years here ago. we are. You commenting on you a NASCAR commenting page. on this. And yes, it's it's funny. And I, I can't. It's just that's hey, man. And we haven't done one in a while. I, I, I love it. I loved it. Every single comment. And there were better ones, but. Oh, I'm sure there were. I'm sure I had to put little black markers in there and censor a lot of stuff. Because, man, people are mad about this. I don't want to see why. I don't see why something good for the sport or somebody taking a risk in the sport is a bad thing. Yeah. To me, that's not a bad thing. And uh, Joe, whoever said that NASCAR was a joke or whatever it was joke and NASCAR was getting worse, joke's on you, man. NASCAR's been pretty bad for quite some time anyways in general. Whatever way you want to look at it, there have been years where NASCAR has been worse in the past couple of years and it's gotten better again. I mean, hey, <laughs> hello. You're not telling me anything, though. Yeah, and that's coming from the Formula One guy of in the marbles. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not trying – I just, NASCAR has just not been very, I don't know how to explain it to me. It's just not there for me sometimes. I just, the directions that they have gone with some 
things, especially like I've always said in the past, the rules changes. I just don't agree with them. Right. I still well, watch the sport. I still love watch racing. I just don't agree with some of the decisions that are made at the top. Let's just put it that way. Yep. Nor do I at times, but hey, you know, it yep. is what it is. It is what it is. I'll still watch it unless they do something crazy. And like we said, that guy that said Daddy Dr- I'm still on that whole last comment. I dropped it years ago, but you're still here. Yeah, but you're still here. I find those the funniest of them all. Yeah. It's a, it yeah. That the, it's, he, it's, mm. He's still vested enough. That's to, a true hey man right there. That I, very much is. Long. But that was hey man. Birthday special. Loved it. Thank you to Bubba Wallace and Denny Hamlin Racing for providing that content <laughs> for us. Because that's so true, man. But that was hey man, Preston. Now, now I, I tell you what, man, 2020 is almost over. We're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as the NASCAR season. But you know what that means more than anything, right? Uh, no. Silly season. Oh, <laughs> and, you're right. And it's, it's, it's getting a little crazier, but we still we have a few people who finally found homes. We have, for instance, Bubba Wallace going to Denny Hamlin Racing. And we've talked in droves about that over the past few maybe hour or so but definitely looking forward to that we also have ross chastain going to the 42 car looking forward to that but you know what we don't have we still have a few big seats open and i think i know where these drivers are going to end up and here are my predictions for the 2020 silly season kyle larson he's going to the 48 that's a good one that's a good that's a big like uh I mean, man, that could happen. You never know. I, I think it's going to happen, man. I think Kyle Larson's going to go to the 48. But you know who I think is going to go to a highly contested seat there at Stuart Haas Racing? And then more so Clint Boyer's seat? Oh. Chase Briscoe. Ooh. I think Chase Briscoe gets called up to the big leagues. And I don't He's, know where Boyer goes, but you know what? I think Briscoe goes to that 14 seat. He's making the case. That's yep. for sure. He definitely is. And I am I'm can't wait to see the end of it. And I think there are a few more, but this is the one of the big ones I have at the end. And I think this is going to happen, and I hope it happens. The Menedetto stays with Wood Brothers Racing in that 21 car until for the foreseeable future. I think that would be nice. I and, think it would be a good fit for him. And I, I think he does, and that's going to happen, I feel. Because given time to develop, he's going to do well. But that's that's my silly season. I've been looking forward for a long time to just play that little silly season song. That would that's good. I like that. It yep. kind of reminded me of almost like a game show. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, we can bring back quizzes. I mean, you don't do really well. No, on the pop quizzes. No, not at all. Sometimes you do, but I like that. That was good. Yeah, I like your predictions. Those are pretty good predictions. I mean, the Kyle Larson one is. One of those big, like, talked about things that's going to be talked about for a while, you know? Yeah, I think he really ends up at Hendrick. Tony Stewart has ideas of him coming back to his team. But I think that's, you know, a good prediction of where he might end up. Not that a seat, bad one. That seat hasn't been filled yet. Nope. It hasn't. And I'm curious to see who will fill it, and I think it's going to be Larson. I... I, I Man, I, I want to say I agree with it almost. I mean, it would be cool to see him back in the sport as you know, once he gets through. I guess they finish with all that. Yeah, he finished with everything he needed to do. Now he's just waiting to come back. And now he's just racing dirt track as well. And then it's all just time. dominating. Dominating whatever he, wherever he goes. 
So, yeah, it'd be cool to see him back. But you know what? With all the changes we've had this week here in In the Marvels for our birthday episode, one year, man. Still can't believe it. It's been awesome. One thing we're not going to change is our final thoughts, Driver of the Week, and this week in NASCAR. So let's get into it. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. Final thoughts here. Birthday episode. Preston, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, we're still doing this. Yeah. And I'm glad we're still doing it because I've put a lot of money into it. Still. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So thanks for helping out with everything, man. This has been a fun year. Can't wait to see what next year brings. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that being said, I think we have our In the Marvels 2.0 standings. Yes, let's get to, to them. So SMR R&D still in the lead. Broke the 5,000-point mark after Bristol. 5,015 points. Beamer on a Beamer, 4,850. I'm pretty sure it's Maples, right? Who's in the lead? Yeah. R&D, yeah, that's him. I'm pretty sure Maples there, if John doesn't, if nothing crazy happens and John doesn't have a resurgence or I jump both of them, which I'm not seeing it happen, might win that $100 Amazon gift card. He might. And you know what? He's deserving of a shirt, too. We need to send him a shirt as well. Yeah. So, Beamer on a Beamer, 4,850 points in second. I'm in third with 4,633 points. S-Blades, 4,508. You, Preston, 4,487. I think I might be out of it at this point. Mathematically, I think you're still in it. I, I That's a lot of ground to make up, I think. It, it's a lot of ground to make up, but it'll take them messing up, them using up all their good picks to Harvick's right away or something in order to well, I for don't, you to blow past I think them, I've, I think. Well, I've, okay, I, I will admit, I forgot to change my lineup this weekend. So whatever I rolled with last weekend, I had this weekend. So Well, hopefully it was Harvick. I hope it was too. <laughs> because, oh my gosh, man. I tell you what, those guys have been on it since drop a green flag at Daytona. Yeah. Meep Meep, my my personal favorite to get up there and go get them. 3,488 points. Crunchy Enterprises, 3,366. 43 and Me, 3,143. Then Jay Walker Flock of Wiregrass Racing, BK Racing 57, all in the 1800s, 1600s, and 1500s. I think it's safe to say the top five is it's just the top five at this point. I would say the top five are still mathematically in it, but I don't know if they're going to be, if I'm going to be able to keep up with these two up front, uh, SMR, R&D, and Beamer on a Beamer. It's Those two have been on it since the dropper gave me a flag at Daytona, man. Who's Beamer on a Beamer? That's my uncle. I like I like the name that he came up with, the Beamer on a yeah, Beamer. Yeah, he rides motorcycles and more so Beamer, BMW motorcycles. And you yeah, were on a Beamer. That's right, that's pretty man. good. Yeah, that is. And so, again, $100 Amazon gift card. If either myself or Preston wins, it's going to go up to a $200 total Amazon gift card package here coming up here in the next couple of weeks or in the next year. Yeah. I'd say we're saying in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be handing it to Maples or John. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those two, honestly. So, and Preston, I'm surprised we haven't done this driver of the week. Um, talk about them all the time here on the show but our driver of the week this week here at in the marbles is i feel one that could have rewritten the history books davy allison is our driver of the week Man. this week here at in the marbles 
was unfortunately killed in a helicopter crash while en route to the Talladega Super Speedway in 1993. But his achievements are amazing. 1992 Daytona 500 winner. 1991 Coca-Cola 600 winner. 1987, 89, and 1992 Winston 500. That's Talladega. 91 and 92 Winston winner, the All-Star Race. 1984 Arca Talladega Supercar Series Hoosier Super Speedway Challenger Challenge winner. 1993 I-Rock champion posthumously after his death. 1987 Rookie of the Year. Over the span of nine years, has 19 wins, 92 top tens, and 14 poles. His first race came at the 1985 Talladega 500. And his last race was the Slick 5300 there in New Hampshire in 1993 prior to his death. His first win came at the 1987 Winston 500 there at Talladega. And his last win came at the 1993 Pontiac Excitement 400 at Richmond shortly before his death. I think he could have rewritten the history books. Davey Allison, your driver of the week this week here at In the Marbles. And for this week in NASCAR, we go all the way back. And I have a tendency to do this. I don't know if you've you've listened to the past few episodes, right? Yeah. I have a tendency to do this. So I find my This Week in NASCAR from the NASCAR Hall of Fame website. They have this big blog with what happened this week in NASCAR. It's really cool. Go check it out. And I find myself reading what I think it says. It's so weird. I'm so dyslexic, dude. <laughs> I, I read what I think it says. So last week was like 1955 was the date, but I read 1956. Oh. I read the wrong date. Okay. And I've done that a lot. And I try to correct it in post, and it sounds horrible. So appall- and, and I think people mainly on YouTube will see that and say, Whoa, you said it wrong. I think I said it wrong. And maybe that's why we don't have a lot of views on YouTube. <laughs> but for this week in NASCAR, we go back to September 26, 1954. Herb Thomas was the first driver to earn two NASCAR Premier Series championships, taking the top honors in 1951, then again in 1953. He had another outstanding season in 1954, earning 12 wins and eight pulls on the year. He also swept both events at the challenging Langhorne Speedway there in Pennsylvania. He won earlier that May at the one-mile circular-shaped track just outside Trenton, New Jersey. Then, in the September race, Thompson started from the pole in his Hudson Hornet and held off Lee Petty and Herschel McGriff to win the 250-lap event in NASCAR's early years. Langhorne drew some of the biggest fields, crowds, and purses, This particular race was filled with 64 entries, setting its sights on the $2,450 first prize money. And that was September 26, 1954, for this week in NASCAR. Preston, we've done one year of this show. Um, I I want to take a special opportunity to thank every fan. I'm talking to Johns, Maples, I think Brian Stone's. Anybody who's played Susan Blades there in uh, Texas, probably the Blairs as well, who have listened to this show since day one. Yeah. And I remember getting a ton of text messages after that first episode came out. It was mainly about you. Oh, no. 
And it was like, Preston needs to speak up more. Speak Pre- up? Preston needs to put himself closer to the microphone. And it was so funny because I tried to make the show, I tried to make it air-free. Like, we did nothing wrong those first few episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. Come to find out that is impossible. Yeah, that is very impossible. Unless you are a pro at this and have every have the script, you're going to mess up. And But it's been fun, man. It's been it a lot of fun. I want to thank all those people, for one, for listening, and I'm sure they tell everybody about the show and that it's just, you know, been fun. We're growing our numbers. We're up to a 34 consistent audience right now, and I think we can grow. I was hoping to get to 2,000 in a month, please. It took over a year. It took yeah. just about a year to go through, but it's okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're going to get more traction here, man. We're on YouTube now. Make sure, um, I want to take this uh, time to ask everybody to go out to their podcast platforms, their, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Overcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts and give us a rating. Yeah, I think the ratings help. And tell us how we're doing, you know, just take, you know, I would really appreciate it if you took five minutes, not even, just to go on there on your podcast provider, click however many stars you think we're deserving of and tell us and give a rating of the show. Go to YouTube, do the same thing, subscribe, like. I mean, if you listen to the show, you're just going to watch the show on YouTube. But I think it gives you a little more perspective on everything and, you know, it's different. So if you're on YouTube, like like or dislike the videos, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just comment. Just if you guys um, appreciate everybody's listening, but man. If you could just take five minutes to do that, that would make In the Marvel's Birthday a special one. Yeah. It really it would. would. Preston, closing out, man, do you have anything else to say? Anything you wish we would have done different in the past year? or? No, I, you know, looking back on it all, it, what a year it's been. We're getting there. I Good things are to come. It's been an interesting year for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for and, sure. <laughs> you know, it's been a big year for me, too. My wife getting a job. We're moving into a new house. A lot of changes still to come, I feel, with the show, with everything. But hopefully, I think, I don't think, I don't know if we're going to make it to the Roval this year. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I think there's just too many moving parts. And I think they were talking about 6,000 fans being in, in the stands. And Ugh. unless you renewed your tickets, which I didn't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think those receipts will fill up fast. So we're not going to be at the Roval this year, which is unfortunate. Last year was a lot of fun. Being our third episode there from the road course, but I, I'm, I'm, thank you, man, for all, all that you've put into the show, and can't wait to see what the next year brings. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. I mean, it was ever. Uh, I mean, I still remember those. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. The, I remember the times when we first met, and you were. <laughs> We told Ian, I remember it, because that was the story when you gave me the uh, the signed Paul Menard picture. I said, Ian, the <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day I met Matt, man. He was in the firehouse in the kitchen talking to somebody about NASCAR. And you were talking about getting a die cast or something. I'm pretty sure it was. It was a Stenhouse one. I remember it perfectly. You said it? something about Stenhouse. Why would I get a Stenhouse I don't know. Cast? You were talking about I've something. I've never seen him win a race. And I was like, oh, yeah, NASCAR, man. And you were like, oh, what do you know about NASCAR? Who are you a fan of? And uh, it's just, I'll never forget it. When I was just like, Paul Menard, you were just like, oh, 
He does watch NASCAR. Yeah, okay. He must watch NASCAR. <laughs> he must really like Paul Menard. Oh, man. Yep. One of the biggest Paul Menard fans you'll ever meet. Probably one of the probably, only ones you'll probably, probably ever o- meet. Probably the only one and by far the biggest one because yeah. I don't see anybody really. Like I said, I don't think I've ever met another one in person. Nope. I know I haven't. So it's okay. Just a Facebook group. It's okay. <laughs> and even buddy. that, it was only like a two thousand people in it. I think. Well, it is what it is, man. It is, man. But I, I have, I've had fun these past few, this past year. Looking forward to next year. We're already ahead of the game with YouTube and everything. More content to come. More everything to come. Yep. So again, make sure to go down there and rate us, and it'd be it'd be beneficial not only for us getting our name out there more, but for just us. Be a lot of fun to read those. Maybe we can make the comments say, hey, man, if there are enough nasty ones. Not saying go out there and rate nasty ones just to get them right on the show. <laughs> but go out there and give us your honest opinion about it. I really, yeah. really appreciate that. Preston, do you have anything else, man? Nope. Before we wrap up this one-year episode. Nope. All right, man. Well, with that said, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at In the Marvels, our one-year episode. Thank you so much again for everybody for their support. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure to follow Preston on Twitch as well, and mine will be out here soon. For Preston Lute, I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you again so much for listening. Stay safe out there and have a good rest of your week. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.